Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour thir- 2. We don't want to skip Hour 2. Of Gerard at Large, I am your can't-count-what-hour-I'm-in host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just getting a message. I can't read it over the air, but uh, I'm just going to reply, so true. <laughs> I mean, true. Yeah, there we go. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at GerardAtLarge, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us, because we just want to be loved. And apparently, uh, liking us and following us will um, upset the opposition to Mayor Ted Gatz's. <laughs> By the way, today marks the beginning of our seventh year on the air. Now, technically, the show's anniversary is September 26th, which is tomorrow. But, you know, I kind of go Monday to Monday. I meant to mention this on the air Friday as we were wrapping up that we were with the close of Friday's show came uh, the close of our sixth year on the air. So today we start year seven. Lucky number seven. We'll see how lucky it is. (laughs) Oh, boy. It, uh, it, it, looking back on it, you know, and thinking where you are versus where you thought you'd be and whatnot, it's, it's, uh, it's two very different worlds. <laughs> it really is. All right. The silly, the silly season is, uh, certainly upon us here. I have received, uh, multiple, um, links to a story that apparently is on the front page of today's union leader. Uh, regarding Manchester's math curriculum in the uh, elementary grades. And the truth of the matter is, is we don't have one. Um, The city, when it adopted the Manchester Academic Standards, which I refused to uh, call the Manchester Academic Standards after it was clear that all the administration did in announcing that it was going to develop its own standards was trick the public uh, because all they really did was sort of rewrite the common core and in taking a look at this article here which means manchester's like everybody else they're they're using a set of you know bogus standards but the um prior administration the one preceding dr vargas um was rather masterful at pulling the wool over people's eyes assembling these throngs of dedicated teachers who were going to spend x number of hours doing this that and the other thing and uh what they ended up doing was in inculcating the common core um into the district's standards um you know uh, but they also did something that nobody really understood at the time Uh, or expected and that was they they created something called a standards-based curriculum and the idea of the standards-based curriculum was that ah well we're not going to tell teachers what they have to do in their classroom we're going to give them a series of benchmarks or standards that their students must hit we're going to recommend some resources for them to use in the classroom but the attitude is basically hey as long as their kids are hitting the standardized testing benchmarks that we need them to hit or they're accomplishing you know they're you know they're they're 
they're doing the things that the standards say they need to do by when they need to do them. We don't care. We're going to give the teachers maximum flexibility. And all that's gotten us is a bunch of teachers complaining about how they have to spend time locating resources on their own time and on their own dime um, to make up for what the district isn't giving them. We have one school in Manchester, uh, one elementary school in Manchester that's actually using a textbook uh, series from beginning to end, and it happens to be one of the best performing schools we have when it comes to math. Go figure. That would be Highland Goss Falls in the South End. Uh, then we have schools like Parker Varney that are actually doing a pretty darn good job um, teaching the kids what they need to know, but I'm not sure how replic- how duplicatable or, or duplicable, I'm not sure the right way to say it, what they're doing there is. And so, uh, you know, a little tidbit that I pick up from this article that I did not know is they had some somebody evaluate the district. Uh, let me see. Manchester, da-da-da, critics. Now, I have been raising issues with the math curriculum the entire time that I've been a member of the of the Board of School Committee at the Curriculum and Instruction Committee meeting. And it hasn't made me popular by any stretch of the imagination. But um, there is widespread belief, at least among members of the school board, that we need to do something to address how math is being taught. But um, where, where is this? But a college professor said the latest approach to elementary school instruction downplays a one-size-fits-all packaged curriculum. Teachers are expected to pick and choose to find the best lessons that fit their particular students, said Kimberly Bohannon, an assistant professor of education at Keene State College. Children are all different. Oh, newsflash. Why are you trying to treat them all the same? Anyway, Bohannon reviewed the online programs that Manchester offers its teachers and said that they appear to be comprehensive. Much of the second grade math lessons link to Engage New York, a program developed by New York State to meet the Common Core standards. Oh, joy. That I did not know. And they quote our good friend Lisa Freeman saying, uh, they quote from an anonymous letter, apparently she got everyday math when Manchester academic standards were the district abandoned everyday math. We, ha- we, we haven't had a math curriculum in the city for three years, she said. Anyway, up to the teacher. Look. Uh, and, and 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 when this has been addressed in committee we've had people say like oh it's going to cost us at least eight hundred thousand to a million dollars to have a textbook for math in the elementary grades you know we can't afford that <sighs> you know you guys know i don't belong to the spend more money crowd but stuff like that makes me mental and they and and uh dr christine martin who is the one that proffered that uh line of discussion um well She, uh, she heard from me, <laughs> and it's all a matter of public record because it happened in committee. And, you know, the truth of the matter is, is that people talk about money a lot of times up front when they don't want to do something. Oh, well, we can't even think about that. It's going to cost us a million dollars. Really? See, I'm a big believer in the old adage that cost is only an issue in the absence of value. So... Is somebody telling us that the district tossed out its former math program, got rid of all the textbooks, et cetera, et cetera, when it went to this thing three years ago? I would be willing to bet that nobody covering the school board and nobody on the school board understood that that was going to happen when they adopted the Manchester academic standards. And if they had been told that was going to happen, there may have been an entirely different discussion. 
And you talk about freedom in the classroom and teachers being able to do A, B, C, D. Talk to your teachers about the pacing guides that the district gives them and tells them basically when they have to teach what, uh, you know, what, what gives them the timelines that they have to teach everything within. How is that flexibility in the classroom if you're telling me that by a certain date and time, I have to be to a certain point? And oh, by the way, here's the district required test that's going to make sure that you get to where you're going to go. Because if your scores aren't where they need to be, then the district is going to come and take a look at what you're doing in the classroom. Flexibility for teachers, my left, you know what. So what the district really needs to do is a, and and it's doing it because the curriculum and instruction committee has directed it to do it, is it needs to come back on both the math and the uh, English curriculum and the grammar schools with an evaluation of what we're doing and how it's working. And one of the things that Dr. Vargas has explained to us is because the district, uh, uh, until he brought it forward last month, okay, because the district didn't have a uniform method of assessing its students across schools and grades, there was no way to be able to assess the effectiveness of the program. Now, that, that issue has been hanging out there for more than five years. It was one of the primary findings of the curriculum audit that the district had commissioned shortly before Dr. Brennan retired. Something that Dr. Livingston did next to nothing with, that audit, and something that Dr. Vargas has been um, using as the basis of just about every recommendation he's made to the Board of School Committee on changes it needs to make. But if I have one school in the city of Manchester that has got a uniform math program that uh, teachers and parents and students can follow from beginning to end... And that school seems to have just about every kid on grade level by the end of the third grade. Seems to me I might want to investigate that. Wouldn't you agree? Now, if, if, if we can't, as a district, come together and do an evaluation of the effectiveness of what we're teaching our kids and come up with alternatives where the data supports the recommended changes then shame on us. And you'll have people like Connie Van Houten who will complain, as she does every time this matter is brought up, well, we tabled a curriculum management plan back last January in the Curriculum Instruction Committee. And if we had adopted that plan, these problems would be taking care of themselves. Um, no, because that plan more or less formalized what the district had done that got us to this mess It didn't have any input from anybody outside of the district. It didn't have input from businesses, from higher education, from parents, from the trades, from anybody. You know, we talk about college and career readiness, right? Yet we never actually go to the colleges or to the career or to the people, uh, you know, who can employ kids right when they get out of high school for careers in the trades or whatever it is. We never go to them and say, hey, well, will this get the kids where they need to be by the time they graduate from high school? You know, the city of Manchester is a pretty big place. You know, do you think if you're going to evaluate a math curriculum, you might want to go into the private sector and find people whose businesses rely on the proper use of math to take a look at what the kids are being taught to say, yep, that works or no, have you been drinking? 
Are you are you this stupid naturally, or do you take pills to be this way? You know, I I, I want to walk up the hill here uh, to to Saint Anselm, and I want to I want to go to teachers in their in their freshman uh, people who are actually teaching freshmen and sophomores in their classrooms. Where do our kids need to be when they come into your classrooms? And will 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 doing what we're proposing to do get you there or get them there? No, we didn't do we didn't do any of that. You know what the role of the parent was in that curriculum management plan? Yeah. They felt a need to address the role of the parent. It was to attend open houses and tell the school what you need. It's you know, things that your, your your school needs to know about your kid. I'm not kidding. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. So, of course, it's on the table because it's that sort of inbred internal look at everything that's got the you know the wizards of smart who've destroyed the place over the last decade coming up with all the recommendations on what's going to happen didn't even give the school board the ability to uh, to give thumbs up or thumbs down to a re- to the proposed changes really well we're going to leave that to the experts what does school board member know about an appropriate book series or curriculum oh yeah well i'll tell you what even if it were true <clears throat> that we had no business being involved in that, wouldn't it be interesting if a bunch of dopey people who don't have all this alphabet soup after their name asked questions that got the people who are so smart that they, they, they don't realize the language that they're speaking to put it in English in such a way as the average person could understand what was going on and, God forbid, ask a question about it. This is Gerard at Large. 